Before we begin our episode, did you know that podcasting is the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at HipCast.com. Let's make sure. All right, so you see our levels right there. Like I can be talking right here still. Yeah, where am I at? Oh, I'm blowing that thing out. I'm gonna move away a little bit. The sensitivity is this is really sensitive. Wow, it's so sensitive. There you go. Nope. Is that any better? No, nope. mm-hmm. I'm still kind of kind of right there. So All right, if I, stay if, I, if I lean back this way a little bit, I just didn't want to. <clears throat> oh, me, 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 me. Would you like a glass of water before? I, I think I would. Yeah, okay. I think I'm a tad parched. I found something. There it is. Great. Oh, good. My battery is draining like crazy. All right, let's close everything. In the background. Not sure why my. Um... I might have had Waze running in the background still. <laughs> I mean, I just mean the app was open. I don't think it wasn't. I don't think accurately checking my. Shit, maybe it was. I had a whole bunch of things going there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Walla Walla Washington. Me, my, mo, me, 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 mo, me, 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 me. So the kids got me this mixer for uh, for Christmas. Wow. Right? That was really nice of them. That's got a lot of knobs. Knobs. Yeah, I'm still working it. So if it Who makes got it for you? Uh, the fur dogs. Aww, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah. Good job, guys. The best part is, <laughs> if you see me like twisting and twisting these things, like I don't, really I don't know what I'm really doing right now. <laughs> it may look like it, but I'm still kind of playing around with it. So, control through the control phones to the room. Oh, see, it's a little bit louder. Don't touch that one. Yeah, no. Don't touch the red button. <laughs> Which one? There's so many reds. Kaboom. Yeah, do you think, is it a setting, do you think, of why we're only hearing one, or is it only recording one channel, or how would we know, do you know? No, I mean, unless I YouTube it or something. Where is it, where are, are our headphones plugged into the same jack? We're in here. So maybe it's the headphones, are they, yeah. I thought at first it was just me. No. And I thought maybe it was like one of these dials, like, you know how before you like uh, you have balance yeah. left and right, but I'm going, no, I don't know about that. Hmm. Is this? Oh, oh. Oops. don't tell me. Hold on. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. I just heard both. But not, not now. Hello? But for a second, when you started messing with that, I was able to hear out of my right one for just a second. How about well now nothing. Now? Now. Are you hearing oh uh, how about now? No, still only left for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Weird. Do you find that uh, distracting? No, I think it'll be fine. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't recording that way so that it uh like when I'm listening back to podcasts, if it's only playing out of one, that's super weird to me when it should be in stereo. I don't know if you notice it. Has it happened before in our uh, No, not our episodes. Oh just in general. Like I've had 
things oh, yeah. that I listen to, and I'm like, what the fuck? Or if like I've had headphones start to go out, and like one ear doesn't go out, I'm like, what? This is weird. I'm yeah, like, no, yeah. I, I've I've heard a couple of those where I'm now increasing the volume on my car because yeah. I'm yes. listening to it, and then all of a sudden it'll kick into stereo, and I'm like, fuck! Yeah. Like, you guys should probably fix that. Like I'm doing right now, I guess. Yeah, try to act like you've been here before. Be professional on some level is what you're saying. You know, we don't even know what weekly we are on, actually. So this is <laughs> what kind of what kind of person am I? No, this is a nice plug. So it's I'm gonna the go final weekly of 2018. It is the final weekly of 2018. What are we plugging? Uh, we're plugging that we are available on Google Play Music. Oh, so I'm looking us right. up right now. Yeah, yeah, that's a great see, idea. Yeah. And you can also look it up on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Yeah, anywhere where podcasts can be found. Pretty much. <laughs> Good thinking. It's just better than a live read, actually. I'm partial to the Pocket Casts app. Have you ever seen that one no. before? It's a paid app in the iTunes store, but I mean, it's fairly inexpensive. It's like three or four bucks. Hey, Bishop. There's a there's a dog fight club going on over here. Oh, of course. Thank um, you, Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Best alias of all time. Podcasts, great, great podcast aggregator. Excellent playback, variable speeds. I listen to us back at 1.25 to 1.5 times once in a while, just to speed up my nonsense. You know. Like, you, oh, you're rambling. Make enough. this go by quicker. Uh, we get it. You love your own voice. Look at that. See, he takes them out every time. All right. I'm gonna take it. Gonna take care of them real quick, and then gonna jump right in it. Listening to Keeping It Nerd. Welcome everyone to another issue of Keep It Weekly, presented by Keeping It Nerd, issue number twenty-one. This is the last issue. This is the last weekly you'll hear of 2018. So you're gonna go out with a bang hearing our sweet, sweet voices. As always, my name is Vince, and I got my co-host today, Jeremiah. What's Jeremiah, up, guys? You sound so much clearer. Is there a difference today? Um, maybe it's this uh, sweet equipment that you got as an upgrade from Santa Claus. 
maybe it could be that or it could be the fact that you're six inches away from me instead of like six billion miles away six inches and getting closer let me scoot in yeah, here real quick oh good night little cozy we're gonna record this bump and knees buddy <laughs> <laughs> i want us to be up in each other's guts all the way <laughs> we're going all the way today but now now when you tell me to look in your eyes i can actually look into your eyes that's really unfortunate for you <laughs> but yeah it's good to be here in the uh in the official keeping it nerd podcast studio Studio. I like I like how that is. I mean, a studio with a dog that's over here smelling my leg. Shh, get away. Well, what I really enjoyed was these dogs were fighting. They were they were not just playing. This was a battle for uh, for dominance. Um, it was like two majestic rams crashing on a mountainside. Um, it was very intense, and uh, I didn't realize that you guys actually who was taking the bets. Actually, where's the cage? Because this is. <laughs> I've never been to a dogfight before, but this is very interesting. Well, it's exciting. You know, with with uh, events that happened years ago with a certain uh, individual, we can't actually be exchanging money hand to hand. So if you had placed the money in that lawn gnome in front of my house earlier. Oh, is that uh, where the payouts come from? That's as well? where the payouts, exactly. You should. <laughs> we were having the dog gladiator matches here. I uh, just walk up and give them my alias of Ron Mexico. Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> All checks will be made out to Ron Mexico. Absolutely. I'm pumped about it. Man, this place is this place is lit. Oh, oh yeah, it is, right? Shh, everyone quiet. <laughs> when do the cocks start? Because I'm going to bet on a little Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Oh, those will be happening after hours when you see the cockfights. hey <laughs> Oh, it's always good Under to have you here. Under the table here. I love it. I love it. Ooh, whoa, wait. Gross. What? Under the table with the, with the cocks and stuff? <laughs> Disclaimer, this episode's not safe for work. I, we, should probably re- we should probably say that every episode at this point. Well, you know what? We're on the weekly number 21, and we also have like 30-plus episodes under our belts already. If people have listened to us this far, they know it's not safe for work. It's not safe for children, but you're still along on the ride with us every other week or so when you listen to us. Come along for the cockfights. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where, where we're going into 2019, everyone. We're going into uh, keeping it nerd, come, uh, coming for the cockfights, everyone. Yeah. Well, how about this? You come for the nerd, stay for the cockfights. Could that be our new tagline? Yes, I have to make sure the text is long enough, though. I want to make sure everything can fit, because if it just says stay for the cock, then... Oh, no, no, no. we got to make sure. It got all... Can that be in the new t-shirts for 2019? Rudy, you'll have a new t-shirt coming <laughs> to you right away, uh, if you don't mind wearing those. and we'll. Uh... He's into it. He will be our uh, walking sandwich board. He will wear that thing all around town, and it's going to be hot. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be provocative. There's going to be lots of questions. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm pretty sure he'll raise a couple eyebrows. Yo, you know. for sure. More than a couple. You know, do you know what we're going to be selling, actually, at the cockfights, at the concession stands? Is it something that would be having to deal with cocks? No, it has to do with Canadians. We're going to be selling, we're the exclusive purveyor of clearly Canadian soda. <laughs> you guys have enough of it stocked <laughs> up here. That is that is correct. Um, Raina stumbled upon uh, the El Dorado of... Uh, <laughs> Of uh, when it got clearly Canadian today at Cost Plus, if only you saw her eyes. I'll probably post it up on our. Uh, uh, I won't put it on our site. Well, maybe I will. Do it. Do it. I will. She's part of the program, so everyone needs to see how happy she was. Whoa, easy. See, look at that. Shh, quiet, guys. 
We're in the fights. Look at our gladiators. They're excited for Clearly Canadian. <laughs> Maybe we have a new sponsor. Body Armor and Clearly Canadian are both on board. All right, perfect. There you go. 2019, we got we added another response to our roster here. We got Body Armor, Clearly Canadian, and... Maybe something with some dogs. I don't know. We'll uh, get Petco. Oh, yep. They're on board. There you go. Bishop and Rogue, as always, they're checking in. You haven't heard from them in a while. so They're riled up today. They've, they, been, they've been downing. Their entire, actually, water bowl is just filled with clearly Canadian. It's a mixture of wild cherry and peach, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Equal parts. Which uh, is great. You got to ramp these guys up before any sort of battle, you know? You got to. Like, that's how we, you know, that's 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 a pregame. Oh, and and one gladiator uh, one of is our now. One just got sent to dog jail. Whoops. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Keep their shit together. Um, but yeah, Raina found um, her stash of clear Canadian after ten years of searching for this beverage. Now, I, she was saying that it hasn't been produced in like ten years. I haven't seen one in the wild in probably twenty five. Can you remember the last time you saw some on the shelf? Mm. Was it in the two thousands? In 2000s, yeah. Oh, okay. In the 2000s, but it was... Clearly Canadian is very, like, 1987 to me. I was wondering, though. I was looking at the bottle. I was going, I think they've changed the bottle, and now I'm thinking, are these? is this a stock that's just been sitting in their stock room for the longest time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is new and old stock. And they're like, stock. oh, this shit, whoops. We should probably get rid of all this stuff right now, and we'll just say it's a special. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, there's no there's no expiration, expiration date on them, so... Well, oh, it's pure sugar, so no, it shouldn't. It should last quite a while. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what Raina's first uh, instinct was. Like, oh, it tastes sweeter than I remember. I'm going. I'm pretty sure it's, you know, it's been sitting there and sugar's been gathering at the bottom. <laughs> it's concentrated. I'm like, I'm staring at them right now. Like, there's the peach, there's yep. the blackberry, there's cherry. And then, once again, people, this is a plug for Clear Canadian, our new sponsor here, Keeping It Nerd. If you could find it out in the wild, kudos to you. <laughs> Because it took Raina almost 10 years to find it. And she's going to go back tomorrow to restock. Yeah, of course she is. Well, she doesn't get any complimentary from our from them being our, our official sponsor. Oh, well, you know, maybe maybe she should ask them. You know, maybe she, you should get a couple of those, like a couple of free cases here. Yeah, yeah. Clearly Canadian, if you're listening to this. Kick us down. I'm pretty sure Clearly Canadian is not even around anymore, right? Oh, no, I can't imagine they're an actual company at this point. I this think is something it, Cost Plus World Market is, is I think doing it's a right. shell company. Yeah, it is definitely a shell company. It's a shell company for, like, dog fights. <laughs> That's exactly what that's. <laughs> it probably is, actually. Yeah. Clearly Canadian, I imagine, on the shelves right next to Tab. Tab. And do you remember the other beverage orbits? Oh, but the little fucking... It all, I remember that... Was the texture, like, gelatinous almost? I never tasted it. Okay. But it was I, almost like boba or something. People in the were, way that yeah, they were saying it's, yeah, you said gelatinous type deal. And now that I think about it, that was boba before it was boba. Yeah. Right? So anyone who was drinking on the Orbits game way back then, you know that meme? If you didn't love me uh, when I was in Orbits, you don't, you don't deserve my boba now. So I think <laughs> that's, that's got to be a new meme. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The Orbits, I imagine, coming a little bit later. Like, I think they're, I, I imagine that being like when I was in high school, which, you know, I imagine that being like early to mid 90s when Orbits was taken off when everything was extreme. Was it, but that was not extreme, right? It was supposed to be like kind of like, was it supposed to be futuristic? Like a, futuristic, like a spaceship drink? I imagine this is, yeah, that's what they told us. They said the astronauts drink this. Along with their uh, ice cream, right? That dehydrated ice cream. That now, I did think dehydrated ice cream was fascinating. Whenever we went to like the, because they would sell it. Like if you went to like the Natural History Museum yes. or, or whatever, Exploratorium, anywhere, the gift shop always sold 
Like, uh, yeah, spaceship. Like, and I was a sucker food. at the time. Yeah, of course. And what did it taste like? Fucking styrofoam. Actually, you know, the texture was like, you know, if you're doing a crafting project, like at Michael's, like yes. you, you, you need to put some shit in a basket with peat moss or something, that green fucking styrofoam yes, on the bottom. Yes, that's correct. That's yeah. what the texture was. Yeah, that was, it, you know, you're, you're exactly correct. And it, I don't know what it was, but I was always enthralled, like going, oh my God, I got space ice cream. And my parents would always say, what did you spend your souvenir money on today? And I go... Space ice cream, and it was like you're not getting any souvenir money for the next field trip. You wasted the money on that <laughs> shit. But I'm this much closer to living my dream as being an astronaut. Do you not understand? That was unfortunate, and that was a day that was the last and closest thing I was going to become to be an astronaut. <laughs> then the time when I was playing on the basketball courts in Venice Beach, and someone called me said my mama was an astronaut. <laughs> I don't even got that that reference, but Jeremiah did. When, when did that happen? I don't recall. Oh, uh, well, you know, it was like in, probably in the nineties. I was, <laughs> you know, I was like hustling the courts back then. You were wearing like a painter's cap, but backwards, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and the bill was flipped way up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it was. And I remember every time we won, we'd go to Sizzler. As oh, a of course, with Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> Not, not Dwayne not Wade. Dwayne Wade, the original with the with the flip up glasses. Yes, oh, yes. There was that one time where the guy went to his car and he said he was going to go get his gun and he was going to shoot everybody. Remember that? Yeah, that was that was nuts. Man, you lived a crazy life back then. I did. It was, How is Rosie Perez doing? Yeah, she's doing good. You know, what is a quince, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is pretty inside. If you haven't uh, seen, uh, yeah, if no one has seen that movie, then they're not getting it right now. So, but. If you haven't seen this movie, because you're probably still young and listening to our uh, podcast, go watch this movie called White Man Can't Jump. It's an excellent basketball movie, coming of age uh, story of a man. What was that of coming of age? It was. What would you? How would you describe that movie? What was it? Was it uh, groundbreaking? Did it break down the bar- racial barriers? Um, yeah, a little bit. I think it touched on some sensitive racial issues and stereotypes, but really, it was about a. Uh, it was about a con man. Con men. Con men. It yes. was about con men breaking down racial barriers to forge an alliance of sorts. To con the streets up and down of Southern California, <laughs> only to have lost it all in one more bet. Yep. Definitely watchable. Got to get out there and see it. You know who did it? Did you ever see when uh, Russell Westbrook and uh, what's his name? Was it Nick Collison? I think it was Nick Collison when they, they uh, dressed up. As uh, Sydney and uh, Billy? No. Oh, God. It's actually pretty spot on. Yeah, I'm like, going to have to go back and watch that. Or take I mean, a look I mean, if, you, if you think about, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook and his body type and how they kind of skinny and yeah, wiry he is, that. then that exactly. I could see him wearing the world's skinniest tank top. You know, the, the spaghetti the straps? Did. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, the spaghetti straps. I, I didn't understand. The, the, I, did, you all, did, you all, did you ever ball in uh, biker shorts? Oh, I rocked biker shorts exclusively in 1989. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a birthday where that was my big gift was. So if you listen to our Christmas episode, you may know that I didn't always receive the best gifts growing up. And I don't want this to be a boohoo. I never got anything. I I, I was aware that it's the thought that counts. Mm hmm. Sometimes the radar for gift giving by the people in my life a little bit off. So um, and now this was me. I really wanted um, biker shorts. I don't know if you might have been too young, but there was a period between 1988 and 1990 where spandex 
biker shorts were all the rage. No, I had a pair. I had a pair of black ones okay, with a neon yellow stripe on the side. Okay, so I had, so we actually saw, I saw a pair that I really wanted at uh, Kids R Us that were black, and the stripes down the side were like neon blue fading into neon green, and oh, I thought that was really cool. Fancy, okay. And those are the ones that I asked for, but instead... I got the ones from Kmart, and it was just one black leg and one neon blue leg. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so two tone. It, it was two tone, and is one side was black and one side was neon green. Yeah, almost like uh, if imagine like if you just cut a section out out of Mr. Perfect's tights, <laughs> like because he would do the two tone. He would do like the black sort of back strap tank top thing, and then blue rest of the yeah of the. Uh, singlet and but mine was just the shorts just like oh yeah all these other companies are doing fancy stripes and stuff let's just you know what Uh, fuck it one leg black one leg blue kids are gonna love it production costs were gonna be a little bit more higher so they said they're going how do we still maximize our profits without having to oh i know we just make one side we'll get two for the price of one basically absolutely there you go yeah and then uh I'm thinking back, like, 80s and 90s, early 90s fashion is deplorable to begin with. This seems inappropriate. This seems like a look that should not have been allowed to happen. And yet it did. And now it's in the... And yet it did. And it's in now in our, uh, you know, history books. Yeah. You look everywhere. Oh, you know what? You know, the sad part is, you know, there's a cycle always. Things always come back around. Yeah, everything comes back around. Give it two more years. And then someone's going to be listening to this podcast. And oh, shit. These guys don't know what they're talking about. These biker shorts are fucking hot. I can very vividly remember wearing to school one day. <clears throat> Is it with the jacket? No, I didn't okay. wear the jacket this day, luckily. It was in, this was in the spring. I wore the biker shorts that were one leg blue, one leg black. I was wearing my um, XJ9000 shoes from Payless because I couldn't get Jordans because too expensive. So you're just going to get, or XJ900s, XJ900s, excuse me. Look like Jordans, super clearly not. <clears throat> I was, was the guy doing a layup instead of a dun- dunking motion in the shoe? <laughs> there is no guy. Oh. There's no guy at all. They don't oh, even okay. bother. Didn't even a guy, okay. Yeah, it's actually just a person like hunched over a toilet throwing up because they're so... <laughs> They're sick to their stomach at the abuse they're receiving from their classmates. Um, And then I was wearing a hat that was a half Giants hat, half A's hat. I hated the A's, but I received it as a gift and was told to wear it because it was the 89 World Series. So I was that kid. And then the shirt I was wearing, though, this is a topper. Um, My aunt was a big fan of the Monkees. Oh, okay. Nice band. It's a nice good band. Yeah, sure. Who doesn't like the Monkees? Um... I received as a gift from the concert that she went to a Davy Jones from the Monkees t-shirt in the style of the caricature, like the athletes at the time, where they would all do the giant head with the small body. Yes. Okay. Hand drawing, but of Davy Jones from the Monkees. Oh, I, like I didn't know music. who the fuck the Monkees were. I was a 10-year-old child in 1989. So did you think he was a cartoon character like you just didn't know about yet? I was just excited to have a souvenir, (laughs) quote-unquote. This thing was fucking gigantic. There was like a a theme in my family that like, we're just going to buy the biggest clothes possible. 
So he'll be able to wear it for anywhere between two and 17 years. Exactly. There you go. He'll grow into it eventually. It's a gift that's going to keep on lasting forever and ever and ever. (laughs) The Monkees Return Tour 1989. He'll be wearing this when he's in high school. No problem. And, you know, people will be like, wow, look at that stylish guy right over there. The biker shorts at the Monkees. I almost forgot Fanny Pack. I always had a fanny pack on at that time. Well, yeah, who didn't know? Yeah. But fanny packs are coming back in. Fanny packs are coming See, back. See, those, those, that's a cycle. So soon enough, and you know what? I bet you that monkey shirt is you'll probably find it at the fucking Urban Outfitters. Oh, maybe. All, all these little fucking hipsters. Oops. I wish I still had it. I bet I could sell it on eBay. I bet you could. It's so ironic. Kitsch. Exactly. You know, you'll find out someone, someone on hate's going to be wearing it. And everybody goes, hey, yeah, look at that. Who is it? Some, some, some group called the monkeys. And you're going... You don't even know who the fuck they are. Oh my god, that's so terrible. I love it. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Speaking of gifts, there's a gift right on your. I would like for you to open that. I would like to hear your, your reaction. I want. I want to hear. I'm gonna open re- a gift live on yeah, the air. Yeah, live on air. I like to, uh, top oh one right there. Gosh. I would like everyone to know. Yeah. All right here. <laughs> sound effects. Just make sure. <laughs> I just want to make sure people. Do, this isn't theater of the mind. This is we're actually. <laughs> I'm doing this right now. And he's walking through the forest. Yeah. I want to compliment you on your, um, on your, uh, your wrapping paper choice here. Oh, we yeah. got Spidey, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man swinging through a, a wintry, blustery scene. <laughs> um, crouching down here, giving us an explicit view of his undercarriage. Oh, well, Spider-Man's just showing us where his webbing comes from. Yes. Okay. And this is going to be on social media, too. Oh, I'm very um, excited yeah. about this. I'm going to... What? What are we... So oh you debate wow. me that it's not a Christmas movie, but what did you get? Um, I received some literature, a diehard Christmas, an illustrated holiday classic. I mean, what can I say here, guys? You see? Um, the whole last episode, I I fought vehemently that um, that this is not a Christmas movie. At this point, I don't believe there's any way... That I can dispute it. Look it's how, right here. Look at how, how look how they're drawn. It's exi- better than a Charlie Brown animation. You know what sells it? Uh, the Christmas lights and holly all around. Exactly right. Not not the wife, but like actual holly <laughs> yeah. itself. Yeah. No, no. Oh, Holly's in there, and you know what? Holly's stacked. I don't know if you saw that. Did you take a look through this book at all? Who drew this book? I need to know now. Yeah. Like, uh, let's take a look at Holly Gennaro here. Oh, look at that. John, how dare you try and leave her? Oh, yeah. Man, this is an amazing gift. So next Christmas, we will be gathered around the fireplace, around the Christmas tree, and you're going to break this book out, and you're going to go ahead and tell the tale of how (laughs) John McClane flew all the way from New York to go visit his family on Christmas Eve, only to have taken down... How many twelve uh, German yeah. terrorists? Hey, let me see. Is it written in a in the style of a poem of some kind that I can sing along with it? No, but it's very explicit. It <laughs> is very. A lot of blood splattered <laughs> on this door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is outstanding. Well, they were um, trying to make it, of course, adaptable uh, as adaptable from the movie as is. You can't make it. Look at this line. I don't know the codes, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, says Hans Gruber, and ruined Takagi's suit. <laughs> So it is in rhyme. This is a great book. I've got it. Thank you so much. Hey, this you're is, welcome, buddy. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, this is a, uh, this is fantastic. I'm glad. See, now everyone can enjoy it every Christmas, every year. 
Look at so this this shot right here. The now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. Um, if that's not, I'd like to have that on a Chris on a ugly sweater. Oh, I'm sure we can probably find that. Is there any way we can make that happen? How are you at crocheting and knitting? You know what? I have 360 plus days left. I will I will work on that right away. <laughs> I like the little Carl Winslow character of Carl Winslow. Actually, I wish he had the Twinkies though in his hand. Look at somebody oh. threw him out the window. Yeah. Oh, the oh there, there are the Twinkies. Yeah, the Twinkies made it in there. <laughs> uh, this book is outstanding. Oh. Oh, this is the greatest Christmas gift I've ever received. I'm pretty sure. Oh, look at that. See. Uh, wow. Well. On the Ellis right there, little jerk. Booby, where is he? Look at this guy. Oh, Booby is in there. Real quick though, I yeah. if you were uh, when I, uh, I forgot to mention that though on the diehard thing, at one point I thought uh, I always got Ellis and uh, Hans confused a few times because it kind of looked similar-ish with okay. the yeah. with the no, facial I hair. I could see that a little bit and stuff like that. But you know the douchebaggery of it all, like you could tell there was there were different. Uh, Hans had a, a an air about him of sort of elegance, you know. He I did. mean, cruel and cold-blooded, but. A European sophistication. Well, that's the, what Alan Rickman brought to the yes. role, right? Yes. I mean, that's why I always think when I see him as Snape, too, I go, wow, you're such a jerk, but yet so regal. And I can respect you for wanting to, you know, give Harry Potter right upside the head. <laughs> one, one of those. Uh, oh, what was? Uh, oh, Argyle. Argyle. Thank you. Not the socks, but that was the limo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, this is amazing. Yeah, I'm glad you like that. It's, uh, I love it. <laughs> and I, th this is definitely something that uh, it's going to come out every year during the holidays. Oh, thank God. It'll be, that's that's going to be an instant classic right around the Jeremiah household. Well, I, I can only hope that someday I have a little one of my own that I can put to bed and read a bedtime story to. And and you'll be they'll they'll go to bed every night knowing safe, that they can go to sleep knowing that John McClane is out there saving the world. Absolutely. I'll read the story to them and then they're going to say, "Daddy, thank you for reading me. That's the greatest Christmas story of all time." And I'm going to stop them and I'm going to say, "Nope. You listen up. I've told you this a hundred times. It's not a fucking Christmas story." <laughs> No, I was trying to read this so I could give you more. It's very entertaining, but it is not a Christmas story. <laughs> oh man! Oh, no, uh, this is fantastic. Thank well, you. Uh, how was your uh, How was your Christmas though overall? Christmas is great. Christmas no coats. Is great. No jackets. No, no coats. No jackets. Sadly, uh, no TV too under the tree. Uh no, no. Unfortunately, no. That's something we're gonna have to. Uh, you know what? We already talked about fanny pants. Or fanny pants. <laughs> fanny bags coming back. Clearly Canadian, stocked on the shelves. Perhaps AM, FM, handheld televisions right around the corner. We'll find out in 2019. I'll go right? check out my nearest Radio Shack, and we'll see. <laughs> uh, next, Radio Shack, is what you said? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure you... Uh, if you can find a Radio Shack, um, it'll be just as hard as trying to find one like those clearly Canadians out there, because I'm pretty sure they're no longer in business. Y yeah, most likely not. The last time I saw a Radio Shack, they were pretty much turning into a cell phone kiosk. Oh, they were doing that's they were just they're pivoting, pivot, pivot, pivot. The, Anything last, we ra do. the last radio shack was um, I remember it was it right over the, that little plaza. I don't know. There was one in Woodside. There was one in Woodside Plaza till not that long ago. Oh, was there one in there yeah, too as well? Yeah. Oh, God. Those things were so always so awkward ish. Yes. Well, it started off as a place where you could go to get parts for any of your, you know, transistors, radios, things your like that. Your ham radio. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And then when I was a little kid, that was the place where you could go to get a robot. Do you remember the robot? That yeah, they yeah, would sell? yeah, yeah. And I always thought it was so cool. I always wanted that, uh, wanted that robot. But and if you watch Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, that's where you could build a full-on life-size, <laughs> man-sized robot out of God knows what parts. A dustbuster was one thing, and 
Snape. Bogus Journey is really inferior. I look forward to seeing the third one. Yikes! I I can honestly say I'm not not looking forward <laughs> to seeing this one. <laughs> oh oh man, man. Um, let's jump into some weekly stuff. What do we got here. going on? What happened this week? Um, sadly, you know, one thing we didn't uh, talk about during this uh, year was the passing of Stan Lee, uh, which I think is I think it was just gonna be hard, too hard anyways for us to talk about in like a one hour. We might do it in the coming year. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, he celebrated what. Well, it was his birthday, 96th birthday this past week. Amazing. Um, would have been his 96th. And he, everyone around the world was basically, or any nerd out there was doing the, these meetups, um, bunch, a bunch of social media posts from all, like, a bunch of celebrities that had, uh, you know, had their lives touched by uh, Stan. It was great. Uh, we'd see him out there, like. Um, I know we didn't get to really talk about him uh, during his passing and stuff, but was there anything that you that stood out in your mind with, you know, his work, his, you know, his line of work or, or or anything like that? Yeah, it's amazing. Stanley is somebody. Um, I mean, he's almost like a Walt Disney, right? Like he created yeah. an entire universe of characters that people that that means so much to so many people. And I was just sort of glancing through, and I th- I'm sure everybody knows, but you start looking at his like is a portfolio of yeah, characters of mm-hmm. and if you, if you not even the individual works themselves but if you just look at the universe that he created spider-man incredible hulk fantastic four i mean X-Men. fantastic yeah. four oh, the x-men i mean there's i mean it doesn't you know iron man the thor loki i mean there's no almost no limits to uh to the world that he created with which is now i mean when i was a little kid like that kind of stuff was uh, it was a little bit subversive like it wasn't nearly as prominent you'd see the a few cartoons here or there you'd yeah. see some toys but while he-man and gi joe were sort of the most popular toys there was a rack of spider-man and yeah. you know the sort of quote-unquote old style iron man doll and i didn't even know who iron man was because i didn't read comic books when yeah, I that he, age, he was, but i'm just like he was like that red and yellowish yes, thing yeah exactly and now you look what's happened over the last you know 10 years and mm-hmm. All of these characters are household names to the biggest degree. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. And it's really cool. I think it was probably very fulfilling for him the last, you know, towards the end of his life to, to see all these characters that meant so much to him really become something truly beloved by the the general public it became really mainstream yeah i think it, yeah it hit its apex mm-hmm. the, and he seemed to decade. revel in it oh he loved it yeah right? he was eating it up because i mean at one point yeah marvel wasn't doing so hot comic right. books kind of started going down uh, like in the 2000s or so well if you think about the time when like x-men kind of made their research the x-men animated show oh when yeah you think about early 90s you had like x-men cards became a thing along with baseball yes. cards and football cards and you had the video game x-men for sega genesis x-men really sort of culturally hit the uh like i don't know nine to 15 year old kind of yeah. range at that time but at that time i didn't know who stan lee was Oh, I don't okay, know. Did yeah. you were you aware of him as a maybe not as a figure, but did you know the name? I knew the name because okay. I um, back you know before the anime series, I was like picking up comics and okay. stuff, and just it was just like uh, you know like at Costco they had like those big uh, bundle packs of oh, comics. Yeah. So yeah. I was like flipping with always through those pages, and then yeah, uh-huh. you'd always see the name Stanley just sure. splashed right across the page. Mm-hmm. So of course it was synonymous of like going, <gasps> like going, this is the man, Stanley yeah. Man, right? He right. was he was a he was a creator. He was the Godfather of comics. Yeah. I mean, obviously there was like other people, but I mean, 
like when I if yeah nowadays especially nowadays and you, like you said like it's more embraced uh, generally by the public I mean you don't have to pick up a comic book uh, per se but I'm pretty sure if you were to say Stan Lee and someone's like oh yeah he did the Spider Man movies right going right well he didn't do Kinda, his movies not really, but, but you know yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, his range has really reached out to the public more. Obviously, people, there might be, they might not know as much as him, but I mean, yes, he has reached out in the households as like, like, yeah, you say Walt Disney, like, oh, yeah, Mickey Mouse, hey, Stanley, Spider-Man. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, we, I, we were watching a little clip before we started today, but I think the first time I became aware of Stanley as a sort of as a figure period was in Mallrats because you know oh, Kevin Smith yes. has such reverence for Stanley. I mean that's like his his guy. Yep. He's the guy that created all the characters that he loved and still has a love for mm-hmm. and um it's to the point where he put him as a cameo in Mallrats and we were talking about like of all his great cameos in all the MCU movies that the cameo in Mallrats is probably the longest. I mean it's like four and a half minutes and he has a long yeah speech in there. He exactly. has you know a soliloquy basically about how you know a girl there was a girl and he messed it up and he created all these characters to sort of deal with his own personal feelings about how, you know, he ruined this relationship. The and one yada, that got yada, away. Yada, yeah, the one that got away. And it was a very memorable speech. And then there's, there's a gag in there about how he made the story up or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, that's the first time, like bad hair, bad beard and all. That was the first time I became aware of Stan Lee. And I think it was in that exchange because Brody's sort of like, you know, Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk, Fantastic Four. He starts rattling off all these, you know, characters. And yeah. I'm like, what? There was one guy cre- came up with all those? Oh, yeah, not only those, but hundreds more. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, all the ones that you care about. Like, take away, you know, Batman and Superman and basically all the other ones that you care about that you would want the toys of. Yeah. This guy created all of them. Exactly. He was... He was... Uh, he was a man that just... He had so many... He, he gave a lot like to the industry and like there was like the sad parts where you know um you know like even marvel kind of went bankrupt and he got he kind of had that going all right i'm selling off these properties because right. it's like you know it's it's no longer viable for me and like i just need need to get them out there and you know like that's like there's like a tragedy to his story uh, a bit a little bit yeah um i know we, we we say like yeah he's he got celebrated towards the end but also towards the end like God, like this past year, it was like at Silicon oh, Valley no. Comic Con. He was being uh, dragged away. Not dragged away, but I mean, it just looked like he was really coming at, coming towards the end of his time. Right. It was obvious. It was obvious. And then, you know, then months later, then, it, you know, it, it happens. And now, yeah. now we're, you know, we're sitting here, you know, talking about the man and celebrating him, like, for all of his uh, accomplishments and what he, what he gave to the community itself. Not just, like, the newer community, but, I mean, just, like, overall. Because, I don't know, did you watch uh, Into the Spider-Verse? I did not see it yet. Um, yeah, he had a he had a nice little cameo in that as well. I saw I saw a little a little clip of it, or a, I saw a still of it anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, that's definitely one that I have uh, on the list. It's gotten universally amazing reviews. Oh yeah, we uh, me mm-hmm. and Reina and Nico we yep. reviewed it the other day, and uh, actually yeah, it was I, I can't I can't I can't revel much how much it was a great movie. And yeah, his cameo just like really yeah it hit home just yeah. because like the. They, the, the line that he used and that's that's the kind of person like stan was like he also like broke down like barriers with the comics too right to you oh constantly tackling big social issues and you'd see it too it's, it's your your it wasn't like you know he was trying to like hide it really but he was also trying to like bring out like the so- social issues out there mm-hmm. in the form of print and art and you know just getting you you know i guess so you know aware 
what's going on out there. Well, he's been open about that in interviews and you know, there's been some documentaries. There's a documentary about Stanley and his legacy on YouTube that I watched not long ago and it's older. It's from probably the early two thousands, but, um, but yeah, they talk about that. He's like, you know, whether it's, you know, people coming back from Vietnam and not being accepted into the community or yeah. drug abuse or, you know, families breaking up, things that he, his readers may be experiencing and want to be able to relate the way that he created these characters as, you know, relatable, yeah. you know, human qualities to them, even though they have sort of fantastical qualities about them. He wanted them to be tangible in a way and, yeah. you know, to help introduce like, bigotry. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Uh, God, uh, alcoholism and mm-hmm. uh, there's like, yeah, like uh, substance abuse. Yep. Yeah. And some of it, when I, you know, when I go back and read some of the older issues, I go, wow, like that's like some heavier stuff. Like I wouldn't have thought like, oh, this guy had a, you know, a cocaine problem. Like, I'm like holy <laughs> shit. Like, when was this made? Like, when was this? Oh, wow. Okay. Who are you talking about? Uh, Flash? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> different, different situation. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, he needed a little something to get going, you know? Of course, right? You just have to, it's Quicksilver, right? Yeah, I was that's just going to say Quicksilver that's, that's why was the reference Quicksilver, that I was right? looking for there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, um, happy 96th birthday, Stan. Uh, you brought the world joy with, with your work. Um, and... You'll always be remembered. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility, and you lived up to it, There my you friend. go. Um, so, yeah, the world was uh, celebrating uh, Stan, uh, Stan Lee this past week. Uh, you mentioned, actually, uh, with uh, Stan Lee, his, uh, the toys, you know, toys are coming out and stuff. Yeah. DC has uh, switched toy, lic- toy licenses from uh, Mattel, maker of Barbie, Hot Wheels, and things like that. WWE figures to this is a question to mark here spin master who is known for I thought that was something that you bought on TV like an infomercial something that Suzanne Summers would have uh, yes like oh I got the thigh master and now the new spin master it's pretty it would have been perfect for you know going into 2019 like it's going get the new spin master 2019 <laughs> want to lose those extra pounds from the holidays or that sounds like the name of like a um like a DJ playset that you would find at Radio Shack. <laughs> yes. Like, like, oh, teach your son how to mix. Like, oh, can I get that Spin Master? This is go, why? Well, yes, you can, son. You can be the next DJ Steve Aoki. Wicked, wicked, wicked. <laughs> but yeah, they went. They went from Mattel, you know, a pretty famous toy brand, very reputable. Yeah, yeah absolutely. To Spin Master, who made the Hatchimals. You brought that up. You, you, yeah. you had you, you ever it up. heard the name? No, until Spin you master before until I brought it up to you, and then yeah. we said we said you know let's look at the, what yeah, the let's roster look at of their toys. Properties, yeah. Okay, we looked at it. They, they got Paw Patrol, Hatchimals. Uh, what was the other? What was that other one? They, that they was had some like, board games. Like uh, yeah, like yeah, I don't know. Air oh, wait, hogs? What is that one called? Air hogs. No, no, no. What? Oh, Fuggler. Fuggler. Funny, ugly monster. Jesus Christ. Zoomer, playful pup. So they're definitely, their products skew very Look, young. I went right onto their products page and I only got one thing, air hogs. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be, oh, here we go. Maybe, the, yeah, there we go. The Hatchimals. Oh, Etch-A-Sketch. Great. The headbands. Yeah, headbands are very popular among. The erector among, set. Okay, erector set. So they went, they went out and they got erector sets and, uh. And etch sketches like, they're looking for toys that were created in the 1920s, basically. Oh, my God. These they have an interesting roster. This is, look, a record set. The only person I know who has a record set is Smalls. <laughs> and he used all of his up to try and get that damn baseball. Yeah, and that was like 1963 or something. <laughs> and that was the last you ever saw. 
of etch a sketch. <laughs> I mean, of a of a record a record set. I don't understand what DC was thinking by giving up their licenses or Mattel. I, I don't know who on who who was it that well, you know was a responsible party here. Either way, it's not, it doesn't look good for either party. Like if DC was the one who gave it up and said, "Forget it, Mattel, we're moving on to Spin Master," or if Mattel was the one who said. Forget it, DC. Uh, like we're not gonna, you know, pursue you anymore. We're gonna move on. Um, it was. It's it, interesting. It's because, a bad move. Yeah. Well, it, uh, I guess it's sort of. Let's wait and and see how it shakes out and see because you said it yourself. It's the quality of the the figures that makes the real difference here. Because if this company goes out and makes really high quality products, then, you know. But I'm like looking at uh, all their like products right because here, right? their reach is still going to be okay. These Hatchimals, whatever those are, and Paw Patrol, like those are things that are readily available at any toy outlet. You can go into Target and get those. You can go to Walmart yeah, and get okay. those. So I mean, their distribution is going to be there. Okay, so you think they're just like casting a wider net? I think so. And based on we were reading that there's speculation that Mattel may be angling to better use their assets to make a run at at uh ips that are a little more maybe desirable in terms of star wars star wars and, and marvel marvel those are those licenses are up in 2020 so they better not fucking touch either of those properties because <laughs> you're, you're a fan of the quality of those products i'm a fan of it. i mean they've they've um gotten better over time right but it means the mattel just couldn't get the get it get it off the ground with their they've had they had so many chances um, well, you know, releasing these lines for uh, for action figures, and it just it, it would always like kind of fail. And I mean, Marvel Legends compared to the DC collectibles, or I mean, not right. DC, collect, but DC lines. I was like going, it's gonna be Marvel all day, not just because like the characters, just because like the sculpt, the paint, uh, point of articulation, the accessories that came with it, or like at one point, like Marvel already started finally getting into the game with all the other uh, higher end. Uh, brands by saying, "All right, we'll have interchangeable heads, hands, and things like that," just so it'll give the collector part now, the collector, the collector, and everyone uh, more a reason to, to purchase this item because it's not gonna be one dimensional or like you know two dimensional at the most. Now you'll have like like here you go, and I have other options to use it. Now Mattel didn't even bother trying that, or they're saying, "Okay, we'll have." extra accessories but they wouldn't do the extra hands or they wouldn't do extra heads or anything like that it was like here you have an extra batarang or a fucking <laughs> here this cape now f- is like is in the floating motion instead of just a fucking still motion like going why did you even bother to even show up to the goddamn party if you were to bring <laughs> this fucking sorry ass spinach dip like Jesus right. Christ you know so I hope they don't touch I hope they don't even get that I hope, I hope Hasbro is like going Nice try. Like we're keeping them. We're gonna throw all the fucking money that we can at Marvel and, uh, and Star Wars or D- uh, Disney since it's all under them, right? So Mattel can keep focusing on Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels, and Barbie, Barbie, and that's. I mean, what else? Not not, not, not Matchbox. I don't know what the fuck that was. What else <laughs> no, they had not there? Matchbox. Oh, Fisher Price, Magic, the Magic Eight Ball, <laughs> Minecraft. I mean, they have. Ameri- no, they they have a lot of. They brands, do have a sure. lot of they brands. Have a wide but, reach. I mean, I think. Maybe that's what you're right. You're, you're right because look, they still have WWE figures and stuff like that. So maybe they're like going, "All right, we can stand to lose DC as as a thing, so we don't have to worry too much about that brand." Maybe they're losing, and they saw they were losing money because they well, just that's keep what up. I'm thinking. So when you look at products like when I was growing up, Batman and Superman, those were figures that were that everybody wanted, right? It's possible that 
the DC. Oh, what's the name? What's the name of their movie universe? I always say D- it incorrectly. Either oh no, it's, now it's called the Worlds of DC. I oh, believe is okay. what they're calling that shit. So the Wadka Worlds of <laughs> Worlds of DC. Uh, it, it's possible that they looked at the landscape and said, you know what, this is these properties have been damaged by the work that's being put out on the big screen, and we want to hitch our our wagon to a different horse here. And maybe they think that Marvel just is a better bet at this point. Oh, and by it's far, worth it to lose DC to make a run. At either Marble, but it's a gamble. It's right? a it's because a gamble. Now they're like, All it's right. a gamble. If they because if they swing and miss, then they're stuck. I mean, God damn! Look at this. This is Mattel's thing, though, too. See, this is why I couldn't get on board with Mattel, even though they had they had the power. They they could have done done it all. And you come out swinging. With We're these. looking at the screen here. We're looking at the the Mattel DC toys that are available right now and which will most likely be on sale for like 75 percent oh, cheap. you need to find these things at marshall's or tj maxx pretty soon this ross superman doesn't even have a oh god damn this <laughs> these are like this superman doesn't is even that is that nick cage who is that i think it is does he have his uh mullet <laughs> oh shit they got a steel figure look at that is it is it the shaquille o'neal see this is where you would want the uh switchable head where you could put shaquille o'neal's face on there that would be amazing it'd be great see yeah so i mean i don't know in this case maybe it's for the better that they do separate but it's also like you're losing a big name it'll be interesting to see because it doesn't seem like uh, spin master has uh it doesn't look like any of their properties are geared towards anything other than small children so this would be the first IP they have that would be potentially could go to, you know, older kids and adults and things like that. And all of their products aim to be, I mean, it looks like ages, you know, four to 10 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're, they're just going to go like, all right, well, let's just, let's just uh, concentrate on like little kids. Like, I mean, maybe, but then that's a risky proposition because really, I mean, it's like kids, teens, adults, like they, if you look at comic book, quote unquote, characters like you look at the movies they're putting out yeah those are not for little kids no no exactly you're right the Joaquin audience Phoenix joker movie is not they're not going to be able to just put out a bunch of plushes of that you know months from now when we see uh when the next episode will be coming out we'll be like holy shit did you get that spin master fucking joker oh <laughs> fuck that thing is sweet i need to get myself that that's yeah. sold out everywhere guys i don't know yeah it's better than the ones that come from japan <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of Japan, though, another yes. toy fail. Remember a few weeks ago, I think we talked about the PS1 Classic, or I'm sorry, PlayStation 1 was trying to come out. Yes. I'm sorry, PlayStation was trying to come out with like that cash grab attempt for like trying to hit the uh, retro. Yeah, and there was a lot wrong with it. For the fact that it was only, what, 20 years it, since the when, yeah. when it came out? And it's it's got 20 games. We were looking through the list of games yet again. There's not a single game on here that's must have. No, no, because you could all you could always download those games nowadays. Yeah, um, but even then, they don't have they don't have classic games. Really, I mean, I guess Resident Evil, maybe the first one, Twisted Metal, the first one, ugh, Metal Gear Solid. Though none of those games though are special or carry any kind of real like resonance. I don't think with with the kids of that time probably because yeah. so many there's just far superior versions of those games that came not very long after that exactly and, I, and I it, the, the price point was way too high like a hundred bucks for this thing that has 20 games 
that were eh, games to begin with. I mean, there's several games on here that Mr. Driller, sure Battle a- Arena, Toshinden. Mm-hmm. What the fuck Mr. are these Driller. games? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Driller. That was a video that I watched on the internet, but I can't. <laughs> I don't think that that's the same thing. Well, you never know. Maybe that's a hidden game that wasn't supposed to be. Revelations Persona. Don't you remember getting all your friends together to play that? Oh, we'd spend endless nights. Every Friday, we'd just come over and they'd say, hey, guys, you guys ready to pop in some little RP5? <laughs> remember when all the kids at school used to get together to play Wild Arms? You know, funny, there, I did have a friend that would go over his house. He's like, hey, you want to come over? We're going to play Wild Arms. And it wasn't a game that you could play. It was like I, I sat there and watched it because it was a <laughs> RPG game. I'm going, terrible. That's cool. You're casting fucking spell. You know what? Get me get the fuck out of here. Why did you invite me over to watch you play video games? Yeah. This isn't that fun. No, no, no. So it's not surprising to me that what did they do this week? They they dropped the price. It was oh, $100. by how much? By a ten bucks, five bucks, ten bucks. I don't know. It's forty dollars. They forty oh, percent. <laughs> and they just they just released that within the last. Uh, I mean, that's, month yeah, or so, that's, right? I want to say, like, it, it was like a, hey, we're going to get this out in time for Christmas kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was like yeah, a there December you go. Or maybe release. late November. Yeah, yeah. That Within the last month. <sighs> God. And then, yeah, that's like a, uh, uh, yikes. You know, uh, this is where I'm going to insert the Price is Right, you know, <laughs> you know horns. <laughs> oh, speaking of the Price is Right real quick, documentary you got to check out. You ever see The Perfect Bid? Wait, <laughs> documentary about some guy Wait, who went no, to no. thirty-seven tapings of. We we talked about that, didn't we? Well, I actually watched it now. <sighs> yes. Okay. Good. I was like, Wait, I we I did talk to you about this. The, the guy they interviews a fucking weirdo, oh, for extremely. sure. They, they talk about his uh his obsession with that one uh yes uh, with the spokesmodel spokes with model, Holly. Jesus, yeah. oh, the shirt. Yes. Oh my god. Hey, I I, I was cringing. <laughs> and I, I also felt like you think she has a restraining order on us. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, but you also believe a story, though. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I do because he seems like the type of guy who. I mean, I can believe that he didn't have a lot else going on in his life and spent a whole lot of time memorizing. And he was a math teacher. I I believe that he had the capacity to memorize. So numbers. do you do you believe the story, the end story, though? Right, with that guy kind of felt like, oh shit, you stole. You stole me. You stole my... Yeah, I think that he definitely helped provide the score for those people. And I think it's a little odd that two elderly people are going to hold on to the story that they just guessed yeah. the perfect price. Get the fuck out of here. There's a guy here that's shown a propensity to be able to hit these things on the nose who's telling you the answers, but you just didn't hear it and guessed down to the dollar. Yep. The fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a good it was a good watch, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it no. Was, it was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what? couldn't remember if you had seen it or if we had just talked about the oh. the premise. But oh, no, yeah, no, no, I finally no. watched it. So that was a good one. Oh man. I was <laughs> telling you Holly's right now she she sleeps uh, a night setting five alarms, has like a fucking shotgun under her bed. Just knowing that this guy may one day just take show up. Hey, Holly. Like, oh, you said you loved me. Remember? You signed my yeah. shirt. Round the clock armed guard. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Anywho. No, that's... Uh, thank you. Um, it's nice to know you finally watched it. And yeah, absolutely. And that you can corroborate my uh, story. And, like, it was actually... A, it's, not a, it's not a bad documentary. I mean... Oh, no, no, no. It's film, it was, it was, it was it's a, interesting, yeah. It's a, it's a good watch. But, I mean, like... And it was brought back a lot of nostalgia. I used to love that show. Like, uh, Summertime... I would yeah. plan my day around, wait a minute, Price of Rights is going to be on at 11. So 
We're like, we're either going to get up early and go do stuff before we're going to go play some baseball before. Yeah. We're going to be back in time. We're going to go take a little break and watch The Price is Right. I need to see the showcase today. Yeah, I need absolutely. to know what's, what's up there. Like, going, holy shit, a jet ski? Yeah. Fuck. And a pool table. I don't know. I'm going to guess. Wait, how good were you at, at the guessing? Oh, uh, terrible, I'm sure. Like, I don't know how much anything I was always, oh, yeah, no, I knew I was always fucking off because I'd always throw out the fucking largest fucking number. Yeah, $175,000. Well, it's just a grill. Like, no, it's too much. <laughs> this new oyster toaster oven. Oh, uh, <laughs> a million. Yeah. Nope, sorry. You you lose. One dollar. I would just want to bid one dollar on everything. Oh, yeah. I always loved seeing those people. One dollar. And you stick with the person next to you going, you fucking asshole. <laughs> the and then they get it. Every once in a while, though, somebody would want to do the $1 thing so bad that they do the $1 thing before, while there were still other people left to act, and they would do, like, $2. Oh. And then you see the $1 person, like... Oh, shit. Whoops, I blew my wad. I hope it's really $1. <laughs> um, um, oh, my God, did I love that show, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, back to that PlayStation fail. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This failed cash grab. Yeah. Oh, so did you buy it, or...? No, because actually in my drawer right over there, right under my TV, yes. is a PlayStation 2 Mini. Oh, okay. Yeah, I um, Raina got that for me, like, obviously, like years ago when PlayStation 2 was still like towards the end of its cycle sure. and PlayStation 3 was coming out. But she got it, and I, I always shelved it because, like, all right, you know, it was a great system anyway. So I didn't have to buy a fucking PlayStation Classic because I have the original. Yeah. Or, I mean, I have a PS2 that can play backwards compatible games. Sure. So if I wanted to play any games... Like, there you go. And I tell you the truth, I don't have that many PS1 games that I wanted to fucking play yeah. with because yeah. there were a lot of them were obviously the graphics have gone better over the time. So, like, sure. to, to like go back and be, play the pixelated, no, not even pixelated, they're like polygon ish. Yes. Because, I mean, I enjoy playing the 16 bit uh, Super Mario Brothers. I love sure. playing my, uh, you know, Nintendo Classic and Super, uh, Super Nintendo Classic. But uh, those had an artistic style that was more pleasurable to look at, I think. Correct. Yeah. And it had like more of a nostalgic, um, oh, attachment. Sure. Yeah, right? absolutely. Of course. You see yourself playing that in the morning or to, as a little kid, you know, for me though, it was, they don't have a Sega master system classic. <laughs> I'm waiting for that day to come. And when that happens, sweet vindication right there just comes full circle and I'm going to buy it yeah. for my dad. Oh, you didn't get out the master system for us to play tonight. <laughs> I'm looking for it. I don't see it. Oh, I couldn't find it by my, my oh, TV that, cables. Is it true that that thing stopped working because of all of your tears? You drowned it? I It, it did. <laughs> is it, you flooded that thing? I flooded that thing to the tip, top of the fucking cartridge holder because that's where the, you loaded the cartridge from the top. Standing yeah, up. yeah. It, it wasn't so much from the water damage, I think, but just, uh, the salt. Your salty, salty exactly. tears. Exactly. It was, it, was, it, I mean, it was supposed to be waterproof. I mean, the thing was made in <laughs> fucking Japan and shit like that, so it was, yeah, it was actually pretty yeah. good. It just it wasn't prepared for the salt, salty tears. Oh, unfortunate. And the salty feelings. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, PlayStation failed. Um, but as we look back this past year, um, let's see, we had quite a few episodes we got under our, under our belts this year. Um, as we look back, is there anything that, um, you know, that just like, stuck out in your mind? Not episode wise, but I mean, overall, overall this year, like movie wise, things like that. Obviously, why you, the, the the snap heard around the world. Yeah, and I was shit. just gonna say, like, it's so funny because I'm I'm trying to think of like what what actually what happened this year, and I think the uh, the Marvel the MCU is the first thing that comes to mind because if I think about, especially when we're looking at media and you know movies and that kind of stuff that we're looking forward to throughout the course of the year, we ended last year 
with the last time that we recorded a podcast when I was in this room with yeah. you. <clears throat> oh no, I guess I, we did one since then. The the last, but my first podcast yes, with you guys. That's right. Was for the Last Jedi. Yeah. And we ended last year on kind of a sour note because nobody fucking liked that movie. No, it was hard. Oh, Anthony White. Anthony liked oh, it. Oh, well, I think he was just being contrarian. I don't think anybody actually liked it. <laughs> no, I mean, there was pieces of it that were sort of entertaining, but we, I think, universally left going, yeah. oh, man, I, we left something on the table there because that could have been really good, right? It was like it was like one of those swing and miss type deals. Like right. You had everything set for you. You had, you know, we had, everyone had anticipation, like, where everything was gonna, you know, mm-hmm. how how the story was actually gonna play out, only for, you know, the rug to be like snatched from under us, like yes. all the things. Holy shit! Like you went in a different direction, which I wouldn't have been too adverse to if it was if the table had been already set for what we thought it would have been. Years of speculation at that point after, um, after the Force Awakens comes out and really sort of gets every, gets you really jazzed for the property again. It was basically a, like a sharp right turn and you just flew off the fucking cliff. Yeah. Type a, deal. A lot of, wait, what? Going yeah. on, right? So we end the, the year on that note. And what do we have coming up that we're really looking forward to at that point? Knowing we're not going to get another Star Wars movie in this calendar year to sort of Oh, we got, we got, got Han Solo. Oh, Star I don't. Wars story. I don't you don't count that? I don't recognize that. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, actually nev- I actually never watched it. Don't. I know, exactly. That's the thing. No. I have no interest in seeing it. If it comes up on... TV, sure, why not? So I still love Star Wars. I still love the property. I am. We experienced, I think, some Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, we got, we got, we got, um, we got oversaturated with the Star yes. Wars. It just, it just came back to back to back. We to got back. oversaturated with Star Wars material that didn't meet our expectations, right? Yeah. So now I'm thinking, like, and Marvel and Star Wars are probably my two favorite sort of universes that we're gonna watch, right? So I think the first half of the year was characterized by Black Panther. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to even remember that that happened this year. It feels like it was yeah. so long right? ago. Um, but that was just so thoroughly enjoyable. Like, soundtrack was great. The acting was great. Like, it, you, it created this whole new world. You get to look into Wakanda. And, it's, um, and it just, I mean, culturally grabbed, like, the public consciousness for a while. Like, it became, yeah. like, the movie to watch. I mean, it's it made so much money. Yeah. And... It was, I think, it was very empowering for a lot of people to see, you know, we have a African-American cast here and it's, you know, it's a movie that doesn't, it's in a genre that's not typically where people of color don't get a real voice. And yeah. it was sort of like, this is a black cast and it's, you know, produced by black people, acted in by black actors. And it was sort of very empowering for a lot of people, yeah. I think, to see that movie, which was awesome was, and yeah, thoroughly enjoyable by anybody who went to watch it. So yeah. Black Panther was the uh, was the thing for a while there that was like, oh, shit, like Star Wars kind of let us down a little bit. But Black Panther's fucking rad. Yeah, right. And then you just go right into the Avengers. And it was uh, the snapper around the world. Like, how do you that's like the moment I think for, for nerds in this year. And that's what this year is going to be characterized by like, well, that was it. So yeah. where do we go from here? And it leaves, you know, it asks a lot of questions and now we're starting to see looking in, looking forward to next year. I know we're not quite there yet, but we're going to have a lot of those questions answered next year. So yeah, it's an exciting time. Yeah, no, they, you're, you're right. Um, with black Panther, you know, kicking it off after the kind of sour note ish of a uh, star Wars. And I don't want to gloss over Ant-Man. But kind of going to gloss over Ant-Man. Yeah, well, because he's so small, right? 
you know, you just you just look over <laughs> and it says my it's so tiny. Well, that's sizest. <laughs> sizest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I am not a sizest. I I'm not a sizest. <laughs> um, what about you? Well, what sticks out to you when you think back on the last year? Well, obviously the snap that hurt got heard around the world. Of right? course, that was, yeah. that, I mean that's that's that was the biggest thing because that was the ten years in the making. Yeah, exactly. Right, so everyone was like going fuck ever since Nick Fury made that appearance on at the end of Iron Man. She's like, I want to tell you about the Avengers Initiative, and you're thinking, okay, they're gonna make an Avengers movie, and then you saw the Avengers movie, like you know, four four years later, right, and then all of a sudden. You see, at the end of that, you see it was Thanos that was puppeteering that whole movie, and you thought, "Holy shit, he's gonna be out!" You know, right around the corner, which it wasn't. It was he was long drawn out until this year, yeah. and when we finally got it, it was like, like it, was, it took my breath away, especially in that beginning scene where you saw him like come and he just rocked the shit out of the Hulk. Right? <laughs> that's when you're like going. That's the first time we go, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that's when you're like going, "Okay, this is." This is this is real. Like, obviously, you know, if you read the books, you already know that like, yeah, Thanos was going to be a formidable foe for all of them. But to actually see it live on screen, you're like going, like, oh fuck, like, yep, he beat the fuck out of the Hulk. Like, we knew it was going to happen. Like, so. So real quick, I just want to use the analogy. Uh, Sean last night when he was watching the UFC fights, <laughs> told me that one of the faders just one of the fighters just ate a mat sandwich. And that's what I imagine. <laughs> the, the Hulk, the, sorry, I can't talk right now. The Hulk definitely ate a mat sandwich after oh, Thanos put a red hook on his he face. He did. There's some humble pie on the side. Yeah, he fucking, After that, he just was gun shy for the rest. Uh, he went memes. He went memes for a while. He's actually in yeah, all the way For the rest of the movie, basically. Yeah, he never wants, he goes, no, nah, thanks. I'm good. Nope, I'm good. Nope, it's fine. Um... What else? There was Deadpool that came out. That was great. Jesus, I almost forgot yeah, about see? Deadpool. Deadpool was good. Yeah. Um, not as maybe not as good as the first, but still one no, that but was still like entertaining. Going, entertaining because you had Cable that was there. So it was great in movie wise. I'm trying to think if if I'm trying to what uh, what oh you know what yeah because it was just so recently new. Um, yeah, I know you you said how um, Black Panther was for the African American community. Yeah, like to see a, the, a hero. That they can, you know, identify with or, you know, be like, oh, yeah, you know, someone of color mm-hmm. can be the hero. It doesn't just have to be some, you know, perfect guy. It's perfect to you, whatever, blah, 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 type deal. Not a Superman type deal. Right. Um, the also book ended this year with Into the Spider-Verse because Miles Morales. Right. You know, uh, a child of color, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, minority. And he... You know, he had a home run. He's like, you bookended that, you know, you know, the, 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 that community's, uh, like identity of, of, of finding a hero. And you had like two of the greatest heroes this year, just like knocking out of the ballpark. I know box office numbers, they're, they're saying like going into the Spider Verse still isn't hitting it, but it's an animated feature. And I, I that's what I give it. Um, I saw Aquaman, you know, okay. Recently. So that's funny. I thought you were going to say Aquaman. I thought you were going to say, like, there's a Polynesian hero. <laughs> Here at this point, I thought you were gonna say Jason Momoa. Oh no, the Polynesian hero. His name is The Rock. He is the <laughs> he is the hero for all, right there. I mean, uh, he came out Rampage this year, right? I forget. Ugh, yes. Did I you watch it? Yeah. No. Oh God, no. No. Oh, um, I love The Rock, but I do not watch out, all of his releases. He came out with that one, and then he came out with another. Oh, what was that the cliff? Cliff? Not cliffhanger. The skyscraper skyscraper yeah. yeah another one where i was like Ugh. tooth fairy seven came out this year 
and then the the game plan six yes that was absolutely um but yeah i'd say those are the two things that i'm just like looking back at yeah uh, okay aquaman real quick yeah yay or nay yay yeah yeah big yay big yeah i'm not gonna say medium yay medium yay medium highish yay wonder woman yay no not right there okay but just right there right okay. right under it like I mean, I know they don't have like uh, a big roster of movies yet. Yeah. Um, but from the ones that we've already seen, yeah. kind of gave like a ugh to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like a revelation. Like, oh, I mean, it still had like a little flaws here and there. We'll. Uh, so instead of ugh, it was, huh? No, it was more of like going. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right. Uh. Yeah. So Rudy. Uh, <laughs> uh. Rudy, the official score that Keeping a Nerd podcast is given. Uh. <laughs> 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 we should have like a little gift file. And you can take that to the bank. <laughs> oh man! Um, but yeah, I mean, the 2018 was so great. I uh, love being able to uh, record uh, with you more on the regular. Yeah, um, no, it's fun. Yeah, obviously, then going to all the conventions this year it was great. Um, seeing a couple uh, of people uh, for throughout the year, um, getting some autographs and stuff here and there. Yeah, it was great. Um, but as far now, I'm looking forward to 2019. I'm looking forward for uh, for this podcast to grow. Uh, I would like for us to extend out more. Uh, you're talking audience. about monetizing. Yeah, you're talking about monetizing exactly, buddy. I was looking at. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> We're talking about that paywall. I'm trying. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to look at the, that. I'm trying to look at how to uh, you know get some of that cheddar up in yeah. here. Yeah, if you uh, if you log in and uh, sign up for our Patreon page, you'll you'll have. Exclusive access to the dog fights and the cop fights. Am I right or am I wrong? You know, funny thing was, I was looking at Patreon, yeah, as, as a thing, <laughs> and I didn't know I was going. What would be the exclusive things? I going, there you go, cock fights and dog fights. There you go, everyone. You dogs get and cocks. Good dogs. Nineteen. <laughs> Yikes. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm looking forward to that in 2019 to expanding out the. Keeping their brand and uh, yeah, I'm looking know, forward to quitting my day job. So we bringing, need to out. <laughs> bringing bringing excellent content to all you uh, faithful listeners out there, and even new listeners. If you're listening to this for the first time, uh, don't let this one be the last because we, we have some we have some good stuff for you guys every now and then. No, I'm not every time. Every now and then there <laughs> well, I go. I mean, we don't myself. bat a thousand. That's tough. <sighs> it's true. There, there's some clunkers. There's, there's a few of those ones where we just <laughs> may, maybe phone it in here and there. I don't know, but you know, but you have to listen. Um, 2019. I'm you know I'm looking forward to actually um, for any anime uh, fans out there. I, I when I got into uh, My Hero Academia, okay, that was an uh, that was an anime that I'm kind of obviously came late to it. I think uh, it's season three is now, coming out. This yeah. is one of those um, choose your own adventure style um, uh, video games where you have to date the girl in your class and like <laughs> you have to like talk her clothes off or whatever. This is one of those Japanese games you're talking about, right? That is correct. That is right. <laughs> you know, where like, do I give them? Uh, do I give them the hot tea or do I give them the the boba drink? Yeah. Do I give her a nice compliment and a smile or? Or do I feel her up and see what happens? Do I get to see her Hello Kitty underwear? <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, those games are creepy, Vince. I got to <laughs> warn you against that. Well, I bet you if they had one of the PS PS One Classic, you know that would have sold more. Oh, I'd already have one here for us to play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> With the memory card and all, just like we're saving this moment right here. Save yeah, point. Give me your controller to put the memory card in. <laughs> um, so weird. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that was what I caught up and finally got into this past year, which was 
which I, I was like, it was a pleasant surprise for me because I was, you know, looking for some new stuff for me to watch and, you know, try and, you know, be able to talk about here on the show. And yeah, I fell like balls deep into that, to that, to that series. And then only for me to catch up to it as always, like anytime you binge watch something, I caught up to it. And now they won't be coming out with a new season or the third season's coming out to like fucking October, 2019. Oh Shit. Of course. Of so course. now I'm, now I'm just like bounded by that whole thing. I'm like, going great. Now I'm just like waiting to suck at the teeth of my hero academia. <laughs> um, but you know, fun thing is like the beginning of the year, uh, I'll be going to Sac Anime, which is like the Sacramento oh, okay. like anime focus convention up there. Yeah, you're gonna be dressed as a furry of some kind, right? I am. I'm gonna have the big old chibi eyes and everything. <laughs> I'm going, me, 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 me. and then you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be one of those like I'm gonna be like that fox that has like, the yeah, big old yeah. doughy eyes. Actually, can you just dress as um Snarf from the Thundercats? That would actually be great. <laughs> and I'll just talk like Snarf. <laughs> Wait for Schneer. <laughs> God, that whiny little bastard. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Um, yeah, I'll be going to that. And then actually there'll be f- a handful of their voice actors that will be at that convention. Okay. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Yeah. Obviously, like, uh, fanboying out and just, like, obviously talk their ear off. And everybody's going, oh, look, another fanboy is going to talk to me about the fucking show. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, bye-bye. Move along. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not like these guys. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm a cool guy. I got a podcast. Yeah. So does everyone else, kid. Get the fuck out of here. Literally every other person here has one. <laughs> and, I, and I look back behind me, there's a guy with all these microphones over my head. I go, oh, okay. I got to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. And then looking forward to the 50th anniversary for Com- uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. Yeah, it's the 50th. So... Um, there's been an invitation thrown out to you, so I have make that. I have happen. never been to San Diego Comic Con before. So and tonight, nice. contributor to the podcast, special contributor to the podcast, Reina, generously and oh, I think excitedly, enthusiastically extended her. I would her, rather her have. I rather me. the uh, description have been begrudgingly, but yeah. you know, <laughs> she was obviously happy to. You know give you the spot yeah absolutely so um so yeah i i would love to i'd love to like check to it out on, on, on deck circle the is right there for you to uh step into Man, my friend i'm into it we're gonna go and we'll uh hopefully get some uh get some good interviews get, get some, some content uh, good content there at uh comic-con the people watching has got to be amazing oh. <laughs> <laughs> to another level my friend where oh. it's just like wow like I can't believe what I'm seeing here. I'm not just for the, you know, the attendees, but I mean the people in the city that are there. You're oh, like, sure. You're just like going, holy shit. Like, I don't think you're a fan. Like, <laughs> I think you're actually, uh, I mean, uh, you know, a real quick thing. Like San Diego has a big, big homeless population. Okay. And right. There's like a lot of these off sites that happen sure. around that are free, obviously, to everyone knows who's yeah. not attending. Yeah. One year, Pizza Hut was doing something uh, with the Ninja Turtles and whatever, and they're giving free pizzas. Oh, okay. Do you know who was standing in line? Um, the hungry people, honestly. The, yeah, the people who really need food. Which, which was uh, which was fine. What wasn't fine was how they acted. Oh. It was like going, if they're gonna you know get the food, like fine, that's fine. But they were just like being a little little much with the, some behavior. Where yeah. I, like, I think you might just end up taking a deuce right here. <laughs> Type deal, like type of behavior. Well, if you're eating Pizza Hut, it's going to happen pretty qu- quick after. Well, anyway, you know, so. they know what they're getting themselves into, and that'd be free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to whatever comes our way. That's, yeah. Uh, um, very exciting. Yeah, so those are the, those are the things that I'm uh, looking forward to this year. Jeremiah, anything are you looking forward to? I mean, I'm looking for, I mean, we got Captain Marvel coming. We got Avengers uh, Endgame coming. We got uh, Game of Thrones. 
finally. Yeah. I am really looking forward to uh, to Game of Thrones. It's been a long it's been a long wait. Year and a half has it? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, usually comes out in April, and this uh, year April came and went, and now here we are in looking at the beginning of a new year and we're still waiting so uh so this spring early summer looking forward to game of thrones coming back and see what uh, happens with the stark family yeah i'm looking forward to stranger things coming back yes and it's taken a little bit longer as well the last couple of years it's been you know October, early right? fall yeah fall last yeah the first season i think was sort of early fall last year was right on halloween and now this year, here we are. We're at New Year's and no no sign of a, a new season yet. Do you think so. it's because they're trying to move it with, along with the season? Think, uh, I think they're I, setting it in summer, right? Yeah, I think they're spending all well, that. And I think they're they're spending a little more money now. And they want to take their time and make sure that the, the quality meets the expectations that they're setting for themselves. So I'm, I'd rather they take a little bit yes. longer and make it better. That's fine. But as a fan, I'm sort of like, what the fuck? Where are we at? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here. I'm, you're, you're right. You, I, I appreciate them taking the time to make sure that whatever they put on the screen for us is going to match our uh, you know expectations. Yeah. But I don't want it to be uh, Incredibles 2 or Wreck-It Ralph where they waited too fucking long. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where I... I don't know. I still I still ride for, for Incredibles 2. I thought it was really good. Okay. Well, you know. Wreck-It Ralph, we highly agree. Terrible. Oh, speaking of, we watched Mary Poppins really bad. Well, that was a... Well, don't do it, guys. I don't, think don't it was, do it. I don't think that was a sequel. No, it's not necessarily a sequel. Well, it kind of... Well, it is. I mean, it is. I mean, they reference the things that happened in the first one, and it takes place much later in the timeline, Did they obviously. say why she has not aged a single bit? No, they just, oh, Mary Poppins, you look the same as you always did, or whatever. She's magical. I'm not going to watch watch it because, no, 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 you know, no, it's terrible. based on what you say. But is does Bert make, comes back. Bert is in, makes an appearance, right? Bert is not in it. However, Dick Van Dyke is in it. Yeah, he so played a second character in the original. He played a banker. He's reprising his role as the banker. Oh, so he bullshit. played two roles in the first one, yeah. Oh, bullshit. I thought it was going to be... Bert. <laughs> I mean, I guess it'd be hard because Bert was already how old in the first one, right? So then for him, so many years later, yeah. it's going, Bert, you're... It's like almost 60 years later. And oh, there is, shit, he yeah. does do a little jig up there. I mean, it's not him, but... Oh, but still. Whatever. Like, Anyways. Why, why, why bother with that? Okay, now, now you've solidified. I don't want to watch that bullshit. Sherry Bobbins. Don't go watch it. Oh, I'd rather watch Sherry Bobbins over yeah, and over absolutely. again. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Stranger Things. Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, you're right. There are a lot, and so, we game, got a lot of good stuff coming. We got a lot of good content that's going to be coming we up got, uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Is Spider-Man coming out this year also? Yeah. Jeez, we've got Shit, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you had the Wonder Woman uh, sequel. Yeah. going to be coming out. Yep. Um, oh, you know what we have? Disneyland. Oh, buddy, how could you forget about that one? We got Star Wars Land coming this year. Yeah, I don't know. How are you, how are you feeling about that? Though? I am, was very excited for it and had these grand ideas of going on opening day when they first announced it. Now they're talking about 10-plus-hour waits to get in. And you're saying, fuck no. Yeah, of course I'm going to go. I'm talking, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm going to give it a little time and give it some room to breathe. But they're... Yeah, they're talking about lots of ideas of paying an additional, you know, price to get in or Wait, what? Well, they're I they haven't announced anything officially yet, but they're trying to figure out how they're going to manage these crowds where it, the So place, they think they're the park is already deter people by saying like if you want to get to Star Wars then you have to pay an extra like $50 type thing? Yes, cuz they're <sighs> expecting the crowds to be, you know, 50 to 100%, maybe doubling what they are now, and that park is already at capacity most of the time. So So they're doing like a uh, do you think they? I don't know. Did you ever hear about what happened in Toy Story Land in uh, Walt Disney World? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I do remember its opening. But yeah, it was, yeah, they had an opening, and then yep. they had a. It was a shit show. Yeah, because there was like obviously it's a, a part of the park where you right. have to get a line to get into. 
Right. So people were waiting for hours to get just to get into the Toy Story Land, right. and then after that, you have hours to wait in line for the right. rides. Right. And I think that's what they're trying to avoid is setting up this expectation. People are like, "We're gonna go see Star Wars Land," and then you wait the whole day and don't get to do it. And they're, I think it's a PR nightmare waiting to happen because they've set this demand so high well, that the, the supply the can't be there. Then. Well, yeah. So, so I'm not sure what that's gonna look like yet, but uh, it's very exciting because everything I've seen about S- summer 2019. Yeah. Everything I've seen about the attractions are, I mean, it looks amazing. Do you hear anything about the Millennium Falcon attraction? Like what you do? Um, no. So they have an Ameri- they have a, a Millennium Falcon simulator where you go in with a, a group of people. There's like six people. Okay. Everybody takes a position and the actions that you perform while you're in there affect how the ride goes. No, get the fuck out of And it affects your status within the world so if you do poorly on that ride they have some sort of technology where other characters in the park will be like oh here's the bad pilot over here why don't you learn how to shoot stuff like that oh, and if you so and it, so there's, there's there's buttons there's switches there's levers if you don't do what you're supposed to do you could fail the mission in the game well you shouldn't have told me that because i'm because that if i went in the blindly and you know that happened that, yeah. you know whatever i'd make my peace with it now I'm scared. I'm going to get, now you told me I'm going to get in line. And if I'm counting like the six people and I'm like part of the six, I go, fuck that. I'm not being part of this fucking team. Like I see this, I, this kid over here is fucking spinning in circles. Like yeah. he won't be able to fucking get us out of uh, Alderaan. No way. Get out of here. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and let these two people go in front of me. Go ahead. I'm not being part of this team. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I need, I need a sharpshooter. I need someone with a steady hand. I need exactly. someone who's good with exactly. maps. No, no, yep. no, no. Navigation. I need a good co-pilot. No, no, no. We're not. We're, I'm not screwing around with this shit now. Yeah, you're no Chewy. Get the fuck out of here. Get exactly. In the back. You could be that. Oh fuck! What was that goddamn? Yo, you didn't watch the third one, the, the Han Solo movie. No. L three B shit bullshit. That was that was her <laughs> name. I don't. I don't remember that. That fucking robot. That was that. That's annoying. Uh, huh? uh, very annoying. Um. But yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing what that is and how it works. And it's supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be the most ambitious sort of project they've undertaken. That is very ambitious. Part, like so. from what you just mentioned, like going forward. Well, so they're doing the same thing at Disney Hollywood Studios in Florida. Okay. And they're attaching a hotel. Oh yeah, we know about the hotel. And you know about the hotel. And yeah. you know about how when you pay for the hotel, it's an experience for however long you're staying there. You you enter the Star Wars world at that point by staying at that hotel and you have a storyline and people will interact with you in the theme parks <sighs> and refer to you as your name or your alias or re- a reference a mission that you're supposed to be working on get fully out. immersive yeah so they're like, they're kind of westworlding the shit then yeah i mean basically <sighs> i don't know what the price is yet i'm assuming it's going to be exorbitant and the wait list is going to be forever but yeah you say we're going to go to disney world for three days and now there's a lot of question is do people want to use their vacation it might be a once-in-a-lifetime vacation it's very expensive and taking time to go to florida to engage in this Role playing basically when you've got Tower Will of Terror. Will they encourage you dressing up? Uh, that I'm not. I, I'm assuming they're encouraging you to purchase. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, have to, I have to. I, I, yeah, I'm sure of it. Why not? But yeah, it's supposed to be fully immersive. You are in that world during the time you're there, and your actions there will be reflected in the way that your character or you are treated by the other characters. That sounds like 100 awesome. But then I'm also you know, there's a little bit of, op, um, there's a little bit of part of my brain that's going, oh shit, this can go like sideways bad. Cause I can see someone who spent a lot of money, you know, doing this vacation yeah. because they've immersed themselves in the star Wars world and 
they went ahead and they brought their own little lightsaber, they brought their own little <laughs> cloak, and it's not to Disney standards. And this guy going straight up ape shit, and he's there trying to force choke people left and right. Well, then they got to throw you in the Sarlacc pit, and you spend your whole vacation. Right. I mean, I mean, obviously, right? They, they, they have to. Years. They'll probably get like a little packet beforehand, right? Saying, of course. Like, going, there, I think hey, that there's by a the lot way, of you yes. guys have to make sure nice language. Lots of waivers. You can't you be sign, yeah. waving around a lightsaber. Like, cause you're not gonna tell them. You're gonna kill them, or you're not gonna tell them. Like, <laughs> where are the younglings? Because I'm gonna go after them. Right. Like, no, you can't yes. do. The, you know, you can't do shit like that, right? Yes. Because <laughs> you know, some people get a little overly <laughs> ambitious and a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no killing younglings, please. <laughs> Where are the younglings? Uh, sir, you need to fucking stop right now. We're actually, getting, we're calling the real cops. Like, oh, your real cops mean nothing to me. Like, going, oh shit, here we go. This guy, he went into it and there you go, he gets tased right there. Yeah, it could be a little, you're right. There, There's a little bit of liability there. So I'm sure there's going to be a ton of waivers you sign. You think sure. that Star Wars kid from years ago on that YouTube channel will go? Yes. Yes, I hope so. I'm hoping a lot. <laughs> Actually, you're just that that fat kid who swings the lightsabers around. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you become a meme. Like, who are you? Is this, I'm the kid from the video. Like, I'm not anyone from the Star Wars verse. I'm <laughs> part of someone from the Star Wars fan universe. I'm a fat I'm nerd from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a my, meme. My name is Jeremiah. I'm on a podcast. Anyway. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, that's um, that's great. I'm glad. I can't wait to 2000 for 2019. Yeah, uh, I look forward to uh, you know bringing more content to you all. Um, hope you guys will enjoy. You know your 2018 as it winds down. You hopefully you guys will be listening to our sweet sweet voices by the time. Uh, 2018 uh, wraps up and then we just carry on over into 2019 and you can start off your your, your you know 100% awesome already because you guys are listening to us so that, yeah no the, doy the transitive par- properties of you know listening to an awesome podcast and you know just happens to you know give you the awesome powers now you guys are all 100% more awesome now for having listened to this it's exactly. penetrated your ears that's a really aggressive sounding <laughs> I know you should have chose that word yeah well that can be on the t-shirts maybe too Keeping a nerd penetrating your ears since 2017 or whatever. With our hard R's? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> do you remember that? Okay, here you go. Yes, I do. Oh, Jeremiah, where, where can everyone find you? XJ Dempsey X at all the pertinent social media sites. Actually, they can find and you right here. here right right here sitting right at this on my table. right shoulder. God, it feels good. Less than six inches from Vince. Need a knee. <laughs> Need a knee. I'm almost on your lap. Absolutely. Um, you will be later. You can find me v mustaho 9 on Instagram, uh, Insanity09 on uh, Twitter. You'll look at our social medias. Uh, follow us on Keeping It Nerd. On Twitter, actually, we've been trying to start start up again. I don't know if you guys seen our last few tweets the last few days. Um, to, uh, we have our Instagram, Keeping It Nerd. Our email uh, email address. Do I have to actually say address every time nowadays? I think it's email, right? Our email HTTP. is HTTP <laughs> www.worldwideweb. Um, our email is keepingitnerdpodcast at gmail.com. Please send us any notes, comments. Let Money. us know how your 2018 was. Uh, let us know what your 2019 is looking like. Um, yeah, send us money. Uh, you know what? Uh, speaking of sending stuff, I was uh, promising uh, we will be doing giveaways this uh, holiday season. But Ooh, I'm going to be clearly uh, Canadian. Clearly Canadian. We'll be kicking off 2019 with the giveaways that I was supposed to be doing it during the uh, during Christmas time. But we're going to do it in 2019. We're going to get your 2019 started off right Ooh. by winning some sweet stuff from us. So keep on following our uh, socials uh, to get updated. Um, rate, like, subscribe, comment on all of our social medias and things like that. Um, Jeremiah, any last words? Parting shots? Keep it real. Mm, keep it nerd.
Peace.